Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. <laughs> This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome to the Red Sox Precap, your podcast from Over the Monster, where we review the Red Sox series that just ended, a recap, and then preview the one that's about to start. I was lucky enough to avoid having to talk about the four-game sweep of the Rays uh, last, whatever, Friday, Thursday, whenever that happened. Um, and we are, due to the rain delay, recording this episode now in the middle of uh, the fourth game in the series against the Yankees, which we will get into in detail. Uh, I'm your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined, as always, by Shelly Restraight. Uh, Shelly, I'm sorry that you had to talk about that Rays series. Uh yeah yeah it was really rough especially that last game it was uh it was <laughs> that one was really 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 bad because I was like really excited because the game started early so I'm like oh yeah I could you know maybe get out of here kind of early yeah no that didn't happen that didn't happen yep but I got uh, I got my just desserts you could say as uh, although the game is not over. The Yankees are, are currently leading 5-1, to one, so it looks like I'm going to have to talk about a four-game sweep for the Yankees, which is a little bit worse. So, Yeah, the Red Sox do not disappoint this year. <laughs> no, no, they don't. <laughs> All right, let's dive on into it. Uh, game one, um, coming off of having to face uh, Tyler Glasnow and Blake Snell, 
Tampa Bay, the Red Sox continued to run into horses with a matchup of Garrett Cole versus uh, Colton Brewer, uh, which went about as you would expect it to. Uh, Colton Brewer only pitched two and two-thirds, gave up four hits, three walks, only two strikeouts and two earned runs. And just like that, the Red Sox were down. Garrett Cole went seven strong, no walks, eight strikeouts, a pretty typical Garrett Cole experience there. Uh, For the Red Sox, Alex Verdugo did hit a home run, which was nice to see. Uh, They did manage seven hits uh, throughout the game, but uh, as has been the issue um, all throughout the season, uh, couldn't really string any of them together for runs. Uh, And surprisingly, actually, uh, no one had a multi-hit game. They got seven hits from seven different guys. Only J.D. Martinez and Xander Bogarts went hitless, which is, of course, just how you drew it up. Uh, yeah, like, um, I, I really felt bad. Uh, I really felt bad for the guys um, coming after, you know, that, that raised series. And it was just, like, really, really defeating. And then have to, f- you know, have to face one of the, you know, best pitchers in the entire league that, that really, st- uh, really sinks. Um, I, I was glad that at least everyone mostly got a hit. Uh, Verdugo did well. Uh, I really just don't want to talk about the pitching. <laughs> um, that was just kind of like as expected. Um, I mean, I was kind of impressed that Colton Brewer went two and two thirds and only gave up two runs. So that was kind of um, imp- <laughs> impressive. Um, it's bad when that's the bar, though. Exactly. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> that was followed up with uh, Austin Bryce went one and a third clean with three strikeouts. And then uh, Ryan Brazier, one inning, three runs. Dylan Covey, two innings, three runs. Braden Workman, two-thirds of an inning, two runs. Braden Workman's usage has been pretty interesting, and bringing him in in a game that wasn't close at all. I mean, he does need work, but it had been quite a while since he had seen a game, uh, and things kind of just went as you expected. One walk, no strikeouts, bit of a struggle. Need to get him in some more games. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I haven't really agreed with Renicky's usage of Workman, whether, I mean, I, and again, I know that he needed work, so that's probably why he brought him into the game. Um, but there's probably um, other ways that we could have used him. So, oh, Renicky. <laughs> yeah, and uh, not only did J.D. Martinez and Nader Bogarts go hitless in this game, they combined for seven strikeouts. Yikes. Not really what you're looking to see. All of that added up to, I can't remember if I said the score in the beginning, the Yankees 10, Red Sox 3, and dropping the first game of the series. That brought us to game two, where the uh, Yankees again gave it to the Red Sox, putting double digits up on the board, scoring 11 and winning 11 to 5. The matchup here, James Paxton versus Nathan Ivaldi. Nathan Ivaldi has put together a string of not great starts he was tagged for eight earned in this one in five and a third only struck out three walk two and again issues with homers giving up three bombs uh two runs right away in the first and the red sox were again down early uh paxton cruised five innings three earned runs only two strikeouts strikeouts uh a bit down across the board for both teams here but uh, Red Sox were able to tack on some runs late when it really didn't matter. Uh, Verdugo, again, hit a home run. Bogarts hit a home run. And the Red Sox left 13 men on base. So there really wasn't much to take away from this one. Although we've we talked about um, 
last time we were together talked about Evaldi's last start where uh, he was racking up more strikeouts but attacking the zone more and getting hit uh, a lot harder. And against a lineup like the Yankees, we kind of saw the results of what that does. Yeah, yeah, he just he just didn't have it, and I mean he like he didn't get like really any strikeouts. He was just getting hit all around the park. Yeah, this was just kind of like one of those you know bad Eovaldi starts that you know happens every once in a while. I mean every pitcher has them, um, and the last couple have been uh, not too stellar. So just this was like the one game that I thought that we probably had like a fighting chance. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, Paxton's uh, velo has been down because he's been, you know, kind of coming off back surgery. Um, so this one was really, 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 really hard uh, to kind of watch, knowing that this was probably our only chance. Yep. Um, gave up home runs to Urshela and Gary Sanchez. Clint Frazier also added one in the sixth. He had himself quite a series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Artis said the left on base. Uh, so after Valdi Hembry went two thirds of an inning clean, who has surprisingly been uh, one of the most reliable relievers for the Red Sox. One strikeout in that span. Matt Barnes got some work, gave up a couple more runs. He has really struggled out of the gate. Walks are way up, strikeouts are way down. Yeah. What do you make of, of Matt Barnes, and do you think he still has a handle on the setup role? Um, coming into this year, like he was like one of the guys that I thought was really going to step up. Um, but he just does not have it this year. And it really, really, um, really scares me because I mean, the walks are there. He's getting hit around. Um, this is like really, really bad Matt Barnes. So I'm hoping that he pulls it together, but I'm, I'm not really that hopeful. Yep. And that was followed by our man, Phillips Valdez, who went a clean inning, two strikeouts. His ERA now at a tidy 0.68. Yes. Um, outside of Hembry and Valdez, do you have faith in anybody in the bullpen right now? <laughs> um, no, I <laughs> I really don't. Um, I know yeah. that uh, I think Taylor, Taylor came up um, uh, today or... Something like that. Um, and then, um, uh, oh, who's the uh, the lights at reliever who had um, who had injury, uh, COVID injury? Darwin? Yep. Uh, he should be coming up soon. Zin. Darwin's in. <laughs> yeah. Darwin's in Hernandez. Yeah. So those are the only guys um, that I have faith in. Um, and Hembry and Valdez. Um, but again, those two haven't pitched, so there you go. Given the state of the rotation, do you think they give Darwinson a chance to start? I guess he, they'd need to be stretching him out yeah. for that, which I'm not sure they're doing. But yeah, I, I I hope not. I know that you know our you know starting rotation is is really not that great. Um, but we've seen um, Hernandez try to start, and it's really not that great. So I think we should just keep him in the bullpen. As much as it's going to hurt us as fans. Yep. I agree with you there. So the Red Sox dropped game two, 11-5. Moving on to game three yesterday. Again, Red Sox dropped this one. This one uh, finally a little bit closer. And the streak of Red Sox giving up uh, seven-plus runs 
in six consecutive games finally came to an end uh, as they were able to hold the Yankees to four, losing four to two. Um, the pitching matchup here, Maza versus Hap. Uh, Hap continued his, um, well, I guess this year he's been a little bit of a struggle, but since joining the Yankees, he's been pretty impressive. Kind of kept that going against the Red Sox. Five and two-thirds innings, only three hits, one earned, three strikeouts, uh, one walk. Maza went three innings, gave up four runs. All four runs immediately uh, putting the Red Sox in a hole again, which is really just kind of what they do. That was followed up by three innings of uh, clean work from Ryan Reber, an inning of uh, clean work from, well, I mean, I guess he walked two, but didn't give him any runs. That's kind of <laughs> where, where we're <laughs> judging here. Uh, that was uh, Ryan Brazier, and then Walden went clean inning uh, to close it out. Red Sox here left 12 on base uh, and dropped this one by only two. Uh, Verdugo had a couple hits. They really only managed five hits the entire game, so uh, that they're even able to score two runs is a bit impressive. Uh, one coming from uh, Verdugo in the ninth, and another one from Pilar hitting a home run in the third. Um, Shelly, I don't really know what to ask you because I just keep asking you the same questions. <laughs> so just thoughts uh, in general. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was really good uh, for Verdugo. He's, you know, he's uh, got a couple hits uh, this series. He got two hits this game, got a couple hits in the other games. Um, so that is really good to see. Um, Devers, you know, is still struggling. Um, and uh, I've been, I, I'm kind of like conflicted on this. Like the last two outings from Weber when he's been coming in, after the starter has been okay. Um, I'm hoping that they just leave him in the bullpen and maybe doing like some bulk inning work. I hope they don't try to start him again. Um, but with this rotation, they might. Um, so it was kind of, in, you know, encouraging to see Weber at least get like through some innings and not just, you know, give up a whole lot of runs. Do we need more Jonathan Arauz? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised how well he's doing because he, what, he hadn't hit over high A or maybe even double A and just coming in and, you know, he's hitting above 300. Um, I'm totally surprised, but at this point in the season, I'm totally here for it. Let's go. Let's see what the guy got, what the guy has. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Um, um, I guess also to note today, Tristan Casas was uh, assigned to the alternate site and is expected to be added to the player pool. Uh, so we might start seeing the Red Sox now get their youngins in there and get some major league experience, which I think is uh, something we've talked about on the last couple podcasts that we wanted to see. We weren't just, just weren't sure if the Red Sox were actually going to do it. Um, but signs point to they are. So we might get to see some of their young, exciting players get a little bit of time here. Uh, in the major leagues, as it seems like the uh, Red Sox are kind of giving up on this year, which makes sense yeah. because they have the worst record in the American League. So why not? Exactly. Let's uh, let's see what the uh, the young guys got. I, I, I'm I, I'm totally for it. That brings us up to today. Uh, the Red Sox are now in the top of the sixth, down five to one. Uh, Pretty much the same story. Martin Perez coming off a couple good starts has only managed to get through three innings today. Gave up three earned, uh, three walks, one strikeout, 
just really not a lot there. And then the rain hit, um, possibly saving him from it getting even worse. Uh, rain delay came back, and then uh, Osich has been in there the last two innings. Uh, two strikeouts, two runs, two home runs, uh, and only one walk. So quickly down 5-1 to one here. Obviously, there's still a lot of time left in the game. Red Sox have at least four at-bats left to, uh, you know, just to run an inning, and they're in it. But, uh, I mean, we've talked multiple times about it doesn't really matter how much they're down by. As soon as they start losing, it feels like it's too much to overcome, and that kind of uh, seems to certainly ring true here against this Yankees lineup and this Yankees bullpen. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, I, I, and I really feel for all of the hitters um, because, I mean, uh, we scored a lot of runs um, and runs and the amount of runs that we have scored typically in a kind of like a normal uh, <laughs> a normal game would probably be enough to at least keep you definitely really close or you know have you win the game. So I really feel for the hitters because they, they, they are they have to basically put everything on their back just trying to just keep up with the really bad pitching. So I really feel for those guys. And, you know, Perez, he did not have it today. Um, He was just all over the place. I mean, he gave up three walks. And I'm surprised he only gave up three walks. Like, he just just could not find the zone. So, uh, yeah, another, uh, most likely another another four-game series loss. Fun. Yeah, talked about that with Jake. Um, The amount of times that they've scored five runs like going back to the last series against the uh the yankees uh they scored seven in the final game in a loss then they scored uh five against the rays in a win uh five against the blue jays in a win twice uh then seven in a loss to the rays five in a loss to the rays eight in a loss to the rays five in a loss to the yankees they're getting five plus runs with regularity but the pitching is just so bad they can't keep up they're not giving them a chance to win and it's almost immediately to its first second inning it's already three to nothing yeah yeah and it's it is just so hard to just having that mentality where oh i you know i gotta swing for the fences i gotta you know we gotta get you know two three runs just to you know you know, just just to make even of what the pitching just gave up. So uh, it's it's just I, I really feel for everyone who has to hit. <laughs> yeah, for the Yankees, Jordan Montgomery had gotten through three and two thirds before the rain came, and he had already accumulated four strikeouts to that point, only giving up one run. Um, so they actually may have been bailed out as Montgomery looked like he was in complete control when the rain delay happened. Yeah. Uh, but the Yankees' bullpen is pretty darn good, so it's going to be a pretty tough one to overcome. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, hey, Josh Taylor is in the game right oh. now. Hey. Nice. That's good news. Glad yes. to have him back. Yeah. Um, MVP of the series, um, I'm going to go Clint Frazier. Sitting over four over four seventy right now uh, on the season over five hundred in the se- the series so far had a monster first couple games with a couple homers handful of RBIs um, I feel like there's multiple candidates for the Yankees that we could give that to but I'm gonna go Frazier yeah yeah I'm definitely gonna go uh, Clint Frazier um, you know uh, 
he just he just had a, a great series. Uh, he uh, came up when uh, Stanton and Judge went on the IL, and he has uh, been like a firecracker. He's just like hitting everything. So yeah, I would have to pick him as well. Just say firecracker because he's a redhead. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I I I totally meant that. <laughs> Perfect. Alrighty. Um, and with that, Josh Taylor's first pitch of 2020 is a strike. Uh, we will take a break, come back, and preview the series against the Phillies. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. That was a long review of the Yankee series. Uh, we seem to be going really long on the reviews of those four gamers, but I guess that makes sense because they're long series. So now coming up, the Red Sox have a two-game set against the Philadelphia Phillies. The pitching matchup, Zach Godley versus uh, Eflin and Hart versus Arietta in game two. Um, the Phillies have been a bit interesting this season. Uh, started the year off kind of not where they wanted to be. They've been on a bit of a streak as of late. Uh, almost up to 500. They're only two games back of uh, the Marlins and the Braves in the division. Um, I think this might have been kind of where – I know I can't, I'm trying to remember where we had them. I think they were kind of like in the middle of the pack when um, Matt and Jake and I did the power rankings of the division. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of where they are now. So um, – Really slow start to begin with. They've kind of picked it up a bit. Uh, interestingly enough, their best hitter, uh, well, I guess by average-wise, J.C. Ramuto has eight home runs and is hitting uh, over 300 and has 20 RBIs. He's really freaking good. Uh, but Phil Goslin uh, has kind of slotted into the DH role for them the past 10 games, and it's hitting 400. <laughs> <laughs> so, with an OBP of almost 500. Uh, Bryce Harper's doing his thing. Four dingers, almost 500 uh, OBP. He's got more walks than strikeouts. He's really freaking good. Yep. Uh, D.D. Gregorius also hitting just shy of 300. Uh, guy last year, last couple of years with the Yankees that's really kind of killed the Red Sox. So not great to see him coming in to face his pitching. Um, but somehow the Red Sox were lucky enough to avoid uh, the Phillies' best two pitchers, they've got Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, both with sub-three ERAs and a whole bunch of strikeouts. Aaron Nola looks like a Cy Young candidate. He's killing it. Uh, luckily, they avoid both of those fellas, and they get uh, their three and four pitchers, Jake Arrieta 
and Zach Eflin. Uh, what are your overall impressions of these two pitchers? Um, I would have to say that Eflin did have a good outing his last time out. Uh, I can't remember who he faced, uh, but he didn't let, you know, he, I think he struck out like a career high, like 10 strikeouts. Um, and you know, they, they went on to win and Arietta has, is not what he was like a couple years ago, yeah. uh, with the Cubs, but he's been okay. Um, so these, uh, I, 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 I do think that our team can, you know, get to these guys. Um, and you know, the, the Phillies bullpen is really not that great. Um, so, you know, maybe they have, uh, kind of. You know, maybe they experience what we've been experiencing the last, what, eight games. Um, <laughs> and maybe uh, <laughs> we can just get to their bullpen and just clobber them. Because, again, I, I, I do love our lineup. We can really hit. So, Yeah. Uh, Arietta, um ERA right at four, just about a strikeout. And I think Zach Eflin is a guy that people have been waiting to kind of burst out on the scene, have his breakout. Um and through his first two starts, got a 3-6 ERA. He's given up a lot of hits with 1.3 whip. But, as you said, it's only 10 innings, 15 strikeouts. Um, he's been able to really limit the damage. It's Eflin seems like the kind of guy that can the Red Sox can get to uh, because they have a lineup that just makes a ton of contact. And yep. so um, if Eflin isn't able to kind of corral that, then that's, that's kind of the game that I'd see the Red Sox being able to tee off on. However, um, with the options that the Red Sox are rolling out there pitching, it seems like it's going to be one of the like a quick two game series. But uh, we're going to see continuing trends of like the Red Sox bats putting up five to seven runs and losses. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that's not the case. But yeah. I mean, we just saw what eight plus games of that. So especially with God, <laughs> especially with Godly and 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 Hart, kind of yeah. It's going to be a bloodbath for all pitchers involved. Yep. I'm going to vote for a split, but I think Bryce Harper is going to probably hit like three homers. So he's going to be my pick for MVP. Yeah. I, 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 I'm going to go with JT Romuto. I love the dude. And yeah. Um, yeah. And again, Bryce Harper is another good pick because he te- he seems to like go off on like like big games, like with big, like either like the Yankees or the Red Sox, stuff like that. So it's also yeah. a good pick. Uh, what's your pick for the series? Um, I'm I'm hoping for a split. I'll say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the that's the same with me. And then after that. Red Sox have a four-game series against uh, the Baltimore Orioles, who are like an eight-game win streak. Uh, so that should be fun. That should be fun. I still think that we're better than them. <laughs> so <hope laughs> I know. <laughs> the Orioles and the Tigers, I mean, they're just like totally confusing me. But hopefully after we get past this, maybe we'll have, um, you know, some easier games to watch. One thing to take away is the Orioles are somehow eight and one on the road and four and eight at home in this four game set is in Baltimore. So nice. Maybe there is a chance. Maybe there's a chance. <laughs> but we will be with you uh, Thursday morning 
to preview that four game series. Um, I think there isn't a day off, right? No, there's not a day off. Yeah. Yep. So Thursday morning with a review of the Philly series and a preview of the Baltimore series. Uh, I've been your host, Keaton DeRocher. You can find me on Twitter at the Spoken Keats. Shelly, you can find her at Shelly V underscore 643. And uh, that's it. We'll uh, be with you again on Thursday. Thanks. Thanks.